You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Um, Water and Sanitation Minister Senzo Mkunu is in Guazul Natal today where he's conducting another visit to Phoenix and Verilam to assess measures put in place to improve water supply. Communities in these areas have been experiencing severe water shortages. Now yesterday, the Etequini municipality missed the deadline to restore water and Minister Mkunu made a commitment to the residents last Sunday to resolve the water supply challenges by the 15th of February. Spokesperson for the Verilam Water Crisis Committee, Spokesperson Roshan The city hasn't offered any explanation. However, yesterday in an urgent meeting with the minister, uh, the city was placed under tremendous pressure by the minister to answer uh, us directly in a a virtual conference. And uh, the Itikwini leadership indicated that there are six very problematic valves um, near Verulam uh, that pumps towards the Mount View Reservoir, the, the most problematic reservoir, that those uh, six valves are the ones that are giving them problems. And uh, my, the, the serious indictment about that statement, Stephen, is that they openly admitted that they didn't service or attend to those valves in the last seven to eight years. Uh, there's no schedules uh, that they can present to us or the minister when asked yesterday um, as to when last did you inspect these valves and when last did you do any maintenance on these valves. They don't have any record. So that, that to me tells me that they truly have been dismal in their duties and that should have brought about immediate consequential action uh, from the powers that be in the municipality let alone the minister's office taking action. Um, So, yes, uh, you know, it's very serious. I believe that uh, the water and sanitation section of Etiquini should be placed under uh, national government for now, uh, bring about some stability, and by then the minister should uh, uh, try and get this to parliament or even to the provincial legislature uh, to get an agency installed or even uh, get uh, Umgeni Uchukela, which is a state-owned enterprise, to take over uh, the provision of water and sanitation. They've already done that, uh, you know, as we know, in the last six months. Uh, Itikwini has failed with the sewerage uh, reticulation. We know that out of 240 days in Durban, uh, we've had uh, sewerage flowing in most of our beautiful beaches. So six uh, plants have, are already under Umgeni Uchukela. There should be no reason why they should not be allowed to take over the rest of it. That's including water provision. And just so you know, we as residents in in Itikwini are now forced to pay an infrastructure fee in our monthly bill. What is that fee for when you haven't even spent it in the last eight years? An infrastructure fee? I wonder what uh, is that all about? It'll be interesting to know what it's about. So that was the spokesperson for the Verilam Water Crisis Committee and uh, Roshan Lil-Ruthen. And let's now speak to our reporter, Kalisake Mbenze, who's been watching uh, what has been happening on the ground. Let's just start with what have you observed? 
observed since you went um, tracking the minister and the residents? No, what I, obse- I observed is that, in fact, the community, the community of Varela Phoenix, as, as you have already mentioned, that the minister of water and, and sanitation, Mr. Pell, also visited the, the, these areas uh, uh, last week just to, to check the situation of, of, of water. So. Today, the minister also visited these areas for the second time, just to just to give them an, an update. So, what what we saw is that the community also get water, but what according to the minister that uh, although some of the community members would say they in fact they haven't got water, the the, the, the minister or, or the, the the two municipalities also failed to meet the deadline, which was on which was yesterday to make sure that all those communities also get water. But the the minister says in fact they were able to meet the deadline. It's just that. The challenge they are countering is that the, is the issue of vandalism and the and the issue of load shedding. He says, in fact, the, the, this community should have water, but unfortunately, that they, they can't just because it's when they are trying to fill up fill up these uh, uh, reserve, uh, reservoir tanks, you find that there is a load shedding, and also some in some areas you find that there is a, a destruction of property and so also also vandalism. So they say, in fact, by but after Tuesday, because they also announced that Tuesday they'll be to the shutdown in these areas to, 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 to repair these six valves that have been identified by the two municipality, which means after that, the, all the communities of these areas will also have access, you know, mm. access to, to, to clean water. That is my colleague there, Kalesa Kembente. Um, he is our reporter who's been watching this particular story. Let's speak now to the Director General at the Department of Water and Sanitation, Dr. Sean Phillips. Um, one of the things that we're hearing from the residents, as well as my colleague, um, who, Kalesake, who we just spoke to, is that the residents are unhappy, but th- there seems to be something else going on here, that the department has met the deadline, but vandalism and, and load shedding are also having an impact there. So is there water or is there no water? It's a simple question about a complex topic. Um, So uh, the the short answer to your question is that there is partial water. So uh, in the first two weeks of February, the municipality was very busy doing repairs and replacing uh, dysfunctional uh, air valves along the northern aqueduct. They replaced 54 air valves, which has resulted in a considerable improvement in supply uh, on the northern aqueduct. Um, then um, on, the, on about the 15th of February, there was theft of electrical cables uh, related to some of the pumping stations along the northern aqueduct which resulted in, in a further water outage. The municipality completed the repairs on the, on the theft, uh, uh, completed the repairs on those electrical installations yesterday, which has resulted in the aqueduct uh, providing water again and the pump stations working. There's still a little bit more work that needs to be done on to replace six air valves in mm-hmm. the aqueduct. So the situation at the moment is that um, <clears throat> there's intermittent supply to many of the areas served by the northern aqueduct. It's much better than it was before in January, but it's still intermittent supply because there's a bit more work to be done to replace six valves, uh, six more valves uh, which require fabrication. In other words, they require welding work. They require the whole line to be shut down in fabrication in order for the new valves to be fitted. That work the municipality is committed to do by the end of February 
And after that, uh, we're all hoping that the supply will then be uh, no longer inter- intermittent, but it will be a regular supply. Dr. Phillips, how concerned are you, especially about the situation where there's now theft and vandalism? Because that also adds another layer and a drawback as well when it comes to this issue. Do you think that there are people who are deliberately doing this? That would be speculation, Rongiri. Um, but um, we have vandalism and theft of our infrastructure all over the country. It's a very bad problem, particularly anything that's metal um, is is liable to be stolen and then it's uh, sold for scrap. It's a problem that's been increasing all over the country and it's a, it's a big worry for us. Mm. And I wonder then now, as you say that, of course, the municipality is, you know, committed to doing all of these things as well. But one of the big things that has been a huge thing, and especially when I spoke to the minister himself as well um, last month, is the issue of communication by the city of Ateguin and listening to the resident from Verulam as well to say that you facilitated a conversation as the department for them to be able to speak to the residents. That's the city, of course, to speak to the residents. How important is it that you're going to continue to do this because it's where the residents are also saying the things are lacking there is no communication we will continue to do it until the uh, water supply returns to normal but it's essential that the city uh, engages with its um, communities and constitutionally water supply is a municipal function uh, the, the, the residents of Etiguini vote for their municipality and their councillors and the mayor and it's essential that the residents of Etiguini hold their voted uh, council uh, accountable. And, it's, uh, and that includes requiring that the councillors and the mayor and their officials communicate adequately to the residents. That is uh, the Director General at the Department of Water and Sanitation, Dr. Sean Phillips. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.